come on, walk with me. It's just a little adventure to the ice cream shop. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to White Folks. Uh, your usual co-host here, I'm Chase Brantley. Joey Corner. Uh, today's going to be another reflection episode. Because I kind of led last episode, I've had a few things on my mind, but sure. I want to pass the ball to you to let you start us off. Sure, sure. Over the past couple of days, I've just been low-key fuming and like avoiding talking to a lot of folks in the local government. But a part of this show is to be open and honest and calling out the people who need to be responsible. And that includes, and that includes our friends. And, you know, with, with the people's budget, been wanting to see this succeed and get onto the commission's agenda for a while. The other day I get this email from commissioner Jesse Hool. So just for context, uh, a couple of us have been talking to commissioners Hool, Parker and Denson about trying to put the people's budget on the agenda to fund at the small scale like Imani had been talking about in the previous episodes. And Jesse says, quote, put plainly, I'm not seeing the political will on the commission to establish participatory budgeting in this budget cycle. Given the tight budget overall and many other important things still left out of the existing uh, budget draft, many of which I think we'd agree on are also major priorities. My focus is now primarily devoted to these top three proposals. One, a living wage floor of $15 an hour. Two, a Kahoot-style alternative response team's uh, proposal. And three, operational funding for the Athens area homeless on the shelter. And I read this and I I just I wanted to scream. And when when Jesse when they open and Jesse I hope you're listening to this because when you open this email with plainly I'm not seeing the political will on the commission to establish participatory budgeting then use your power to try to establish the political will. Take a risk. I'm I'm particularly tired and unforgiving of commissioners who aren't going to take a risk on pissing off some other commissioners. We on the other side of the rail, we piss you guys off. We risk that. Why not do that for the people of Athens like you promised? Because participatory budgeting is not just some little side project to run a pilot program to see if it works. We've seen it work in other communities, in other countries, and in here in the U.S. And so I, I, I'm kind of hot about I can tell. Being, <laughs> getting an email and, yeah. and being essentially talked down to yeah, yeah, yeah. that there's no political will. Establish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight for it. Yeah, it's still a lot of 
people deciding what's best for the community rather than asking the community. That's one. Yeah, exactly. You know? And that, and so this perpetuation of white supremacy is not as as intentionally malicious, but it's supremacy of taking power away from a community. Right. Well, basically, I'll put it this way: the way I read this email, and with two sample budget proposals attached that were written by a professional trained knows how to write a budget proposal technical yeah get an email from a commissioner saying in effect i can't understand what pro what kind of program you're asking for because you haven't sent me a technical document laying out all the fine grain details and because of that i don't understand what the people's budget is asking for when the people's budget on the website says very clearly what it's asking for. Mm-hmm. The demands for precision, detail, highly refined documentation is a form of white supremacy mm-hmm. because it assumes that the only legitimate way mm-hmm. to bring a proposal to the table is if you fall if you've dotted your I's and and crossed all your T's. No, you're not gonna get a highly refined document sent from John Doe down the street, but he still knows what he needs for his community. Mm-hmm. And then to get an email like this to yeah. say, I need more details, like go read an email, go read the website, not an email <laughs> and just go talk to the folks in the, these communities, mm-hmm. get a one page proposal. That's what has me hot. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's all, yep. It makes me think of, I was listening to the psychologist that came up with, um, unconscious bias. Oh yeah. That termed this, he was on the sway in New York times. It's it's really great. He's talking about human inconsistency Mm. and this idea of gut and trusting people (laughs) and human nature's greatest flaw is that we trust self-confident people Mm -hmm. in terms of decision-making Sure. that, and, and this applies to proposals in that we trust the proposals that look the most professional or oh, that yeah. that have that present themselves as the most confident. And a lot of people would say that's the name of the game where, you know, you're trying to get money and you got to look the best and it's competition and now we're trying to say, but that's supremacy. Sure. That's that's redlining and, and the the. I guess it's what's your priority? Is your priority as a government to fund only the people who have the best access, who are the best educated, and who have the most money? Who are the best fucking car salesmen? Yeah, 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 that's true. Is your priority as a government to fund the people who are the best car salesmen? Or is your priority to take care of everyone? Right. And as you were just talking about that, like this self confidence and that being attractive and being in and making people trust you what that so i have this thing and for the folks who know me i usually do not trust charming people (laughs) i'm I'm surprised we're friends (laughs) you know well no i I don't actually see you as charming i I see i see i I know right but no i see you're not uh, charming chase (laughs) No, don't be such an arrogant asshole. Well, I mean, well, I I think that what I'm really struck by is that if you're trying to dismantle white supremacy, one, if you want a government that takes care of people who 
aren't currently well-funded, who um, have had violence and uh, horrors committed against them throughout history. If you care about those people, then it's about going to them. Right. And, and if, if you want to govern that way, you have to change the way you govern, and you have to change this process, which is what the people's budget wants. But, but I, I'm just saying it, it, it flipped for me, and I think it kind of gets to what I wanted to say about Jesse is that they are perpetuating supremacy, white priority, yeah. the same, and, and I would say that about the entire government, but I think it's by expecting this eloquent, beautiful perfectly written thing and then you deciding what is best for the community is a form of supremacy it is and that's painful it is and and, you know you know and and the demand of going into the community you might you're probably going to get doors shut on your face totally and that's going to be the and so but that's where the heart if you're willing to do it during your campaign to get into office then do it while you're in office and through a program like the People's Budget and where people are getting paid to go door to door and get people out to make these proposals mm-hmm. instead of on the front end demanding a proposal of what the whole program is supposed to look like so that you can then implement it as another arm of the government that's run by a county manager who has no interest in sharing power. No. And uh, so when I get an email that opens up that I, that there is no political will on the commission to establish it, my flat out unforgiving response is if you think that that's, if you think the political will is not there, then I'm going to assume that you are by proxy going to adopt that very feckless approach. And that's a hard term, but it is not feckless. Hmm. And that's where we're at. Yeah, I mean, I guess what's, what's so difficult to process, but I think for me as a white person, is, is this dream of working with people. That, you <laughs> this know, unity. This, this, is, this. this dream of unity. And, and it's hard to, to realize that, like, w- what we've had as unity, it's on black people. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's, that's really hard for me to process. Oh, it's, yeah. re- it's really hard. This, I, because I know a lot of people who are going to hear. I just I think about, like, my, my sweet mother. And <laughs> about, like, my mom r- really is. She's, she's very fronted by aggression. And not from fragility, it, it, it's more just I think she just hopes and, and dreams that the world is is a kind place and that things can be done through kindness right. and they totally can but but I think the thing for me to process is I just don't know in the Athens city government anytime well the pursuit of unity has often been at the, ex- the expense of black communities and the Latinx community I'm at my wits end and there's like other things setting me off that we'll get to in some coming episodes. And it has Mm -hmm. to do with the way that the mayor and the manager have likely been targeting the auditor in the past and pursuing inquiries into splost and compression studies. And we're supposed to show up at city hall for the three required 
public comment sessions that are required by Georgia law before voting on a budget and call that democracy and call that freedom and th- and that the incremental steps that you think counts in this in this budget cycle matters my point is we're we're at a point where we can still defund the police Houston gains his bill that was aimed at restricting local government's ability to defund police greater than 5%. There's a giant loophole that says you can, as long as you're holding public hearings about it, you can go above the 5%. And there is talk of pursuing that, but you do that in conjunction with the people's budget, with participatory budgeting, Mm -hmm. because that's the mechanism of just reallocation. Yes, you hold the hearings to strip the funding from the police, but you, but you have to have a public mechanism hmm. that reallocates that funding. And the model is participatory budgeting. So why not implement it at the low ask that it's asking? What was the money saying? 1%. 1%. Which of a city budget is a fair amount of money? So a million dollars isn't isn't a lot of money. No, it's in a budget. No, it's it's not a lot of. And for a project, I meant as in like to do something with a million dollars. The government's currently not giving a million dollars to a project that the community asked for. That could get something off. Or it could be divided up into multiple projects. Totally, but and that and that and that's where I'm just like. Only mean it's not enough for real change, but it is enough to start. And this, because I sure as hell wouldn't trust the local government to run it because it's just going to look like the prosperity package all over again that fell, that what came of it created some good jobs through the community leaders program, but it was intended to be so much more. And we cut our commissioners too much slack. Mm. We cut our mayor too much slack. As I was talking to a friend earlier, I'm tired of being forgiving and understanding about their position. Hmm. And, you know, I've been asked by a couple people to even run for commission. After the past few weeks of, of, of looking at some other things, I don't even know if I want to do that. Because I see how it works and it doesn't work. I, I think it's... Even for big people who hate big government, you know, and they say, we should do less. The government has been used to destroy communities, black communities in Athens. We have to use it to build them up. Right. That's the difference. It has been used, well-documented, to destroy. Right. And that same function can be used to build up, and it is what is currently being used to build up and run so much of the white community. I mean, you just, to to look at Athens, something is really rotten in this city. Yeah. Something is really rotten. And we, by doing what Jesse is doing, what they are doing, is just those incremental steps. It is perpetuating that rottenness. And it's going to take something, 
it's going to take a huge change. I would have rather have gotten an email that said, I don't agree with this program. I'm Mm. not going to support it. Mm. I know that Jesse agrees with it, Mm. but I don't want, well, when I get an email that says, I'm not seeing the political will. And I keep coming back to this because it pisses me off. Mm. Like, then you be the one that has the political will to do it. Mm. Yeah. I'm really struck, as we stated before, like where we spend capital is where we um, show humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, if, and I'm just really struck that the people's budget, while for sure complicated, for sure might have problems, is such a beautiful way to put humanity back into our community it just presents this really incredible opportunity i love imani when zamani says like you enslaved an entire group of people and they're not trying to kill you (laughs) every moment i think that's grace i think that's forgiveness it is and, and a willingness to move forward Right. You know? And for her to say, how are y'all still afraid of us? Yeah, 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 yeah. The the where participatory budgeting is recognizing and acknowledging and empowering the humanity in your community members. Mm-hmm. One of my professors uh, in philosophy iterated over and over again. One of the things about modernity is it's evering, it's ever accelerating pace. What does that mean? What is modernity? So modernity is the era that we live in. Mm-hmm. An era of quote unquote post-industrialized societies. Mm-hmm. Um, the internet. The internet. Highly world. you know, advanced technologies. Say, so say that phrase again. Modernity is increasing at an ever accelerating pace and what brad means by this is we are reaching a point where our own pursuit of capital technology formation will outpace us one example is the racial wealth gap it is reaching a point where it will never be able to be closed as we continue to grow as a society Mm. yeah just just based on the math graph right that's another part of participatory budgeting that i think is powerful is it requires the government to slow down a second Mm -hmm. and listen to people and their proposals Mm -hmm. as experts Mm -hmm. yeah i love this idea of Common experts. Yeah. Or colloquial experts Mm -hmm. or vernacular experts. Yeah, the vernacular experts. That's like such a beautiful, actually very American ideal. Yeah, it really is. It's very like Ralph Waldo Emerson. You know, it's that like the the common person is an expert. Right. We know it's true. And And, and, And we've known it's just been this obsession with progressive intellectualism. Mm-hmm. That has destroyed, and I think what what the a lot of the Republican Party sure. is is frustrated with. There's a reason that Republicans talk that way. Yeah, and a lot of of liberals dismiss it as in a very anti intellectual way, and I'm often very frustrated at that. 
mm-hmm. where a lot of, of Republicans just trust what your neighbor and your community says because those are the folks that you're always with. Because that's where you make your life plans. That's where you make your plans for your family. Is with you know you you don't you don't pull out a giant accounting textbook. You don't have to be a CPA to determine what your family needs. And the analogy holds: the government doesn't need a bunch of experts to figure out what its community needs, because you just go talk to the folks in the community. Simple ideas don't mean no problems. Mm-hmm. But s- simple ideas mean that you actually have to trust your community. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This well, was a hot episode. Yeah. Hot, 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 hot. We just called a commissioner a white supremacist. So. <laughs> I mean, I knew I didn't. I mean, Jesse's sending me this email saying I don't no, see I'm the political. I know I'm seeing the political yeah, wills. Like, saying, dude. Woo, woo, woo. Like go, I mean, f- like go find it then. Yeah, you know, and not even that. I like. What do I do? I do a podcast and I talk, but uh, call it kettle black. But no, white. Call the kettle white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Anyways. And Jesse's a full fledged adult. He should be able to take this. Yeah. And only it's only just uh, out of a moment of love. And it's like, I love this. For, we say because we care. Sure. I, I mean, you know. I say because I'm pissed. Yeah, okay. We're different people. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I, you know, that's why yeah, I'm yeah. saying it. And yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's why we're the co-hosts of this right? podcast. We're, we're the different sides of the circle. <laughs> <laughs> and to our audiences, this is why it's your opportunity to dig into the People's Budget Athens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go look it up. Go look it up learn what it is, reach out to the folks who are running it, go to that contact page. and But just in your everyday life, just talk about it to folks. Talk about it to your commissioners and demand it. Keep up with the updates from the people's budget. That's all I have to say. We'll see you next week. See you next week. The music in this episode is brought to you by Athens rapper DK. Uh, we're going to post his cash out below, so please send him some love and send him some money. Let's be real, I'm a little annoyed. Tougher pills can't keep filling the voids. Talk too tough in the comments, man. Niggas start swallowing words as I'm killing the noise. But let's be real, man. That orange not enough for me. Your hurt, little ego, a luxury. Cause I ain't the killing type, but you keep kicking me down. I rise up and you stuck with me. Dropping the ball on me, covered in red. Can't talk about dribble, throw towels instead. Go ahead, shit, see it and do it. So peep my influence before I move bowels on heads. Hurting inside and it's got me on edge. You certain this pride, give a fuck by the fiddle. Revoid in office, but no one The music in this episode is brought to you by Athens Rapper DK. So you ready to hit when they say you ain't it? How you that in the field when you hide it? By the game or a story, y'all get ready for war, but you can't do for this to be quiet. Then try all that protest in silence. So if I die, better riot. I can't breathe. Won't let me protest in silence. So I start breaking the law. Want me to get a little violent? See the script, so I'm keeping it raw. Won't let me protest in silence. So I start breaking the law. Want me to get a little violent? See the script, so I'm keeping it raw. Store a dish, do the most for a list. Slide in, so you ready to hit when they say you ain't it. How you that in the field when you hide it? By the game or the store, y'all get ready for war, but you can't do for this, then be quiet.
try to that protest in silence.